This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zuma Radio, AM 740. And welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Come on in, weary traveler, hang your cloak on a peg, grab a stool, and come gather around the fire. There are stories to be told, and you are among friends. Well, it is good to be back here at Zoomerplex. What a difference a week makes, eh, fellas? Wow. Last week at this time, we were hunkered down enduring an early spring ice storm. And here we are, one week later, and I, I uh, drove in through, um, through town here in Liberty Village and watched uh, as people were gallivanting and strolling and promenading in T-shirts and uh, summer dresses and shorts. Crazy. Must be those cosmic rays I've been hearing all about. Certainly wouldn't be CO2. I don't believe. That's another show. Uh, David John Oates, the discoverer of reverse speech, is standing by. He'll be with us for the full two hours. You may recall last time he was on the program, what, less than a month ago, Albert, probably? Uh, we promised to bring him back and focus on the reverse speech of all the major players in the JFK assassination. So stand by for that. But before that, let me introduce the boys in the band. Now, Ian Robertson, my fine rockabilly friend, is off gigging with his band somewhere. This might be the weekend he's in Las Vegas uh, with uh, on the same bill as Jerry Lee Lewis, no less. In his stead, our technical producer or board operator, on a 1961 Fender Stratocaster, Sebastian Hearn. And uh, on the Rickenbacker bass guitar, wait, no, no, he's switched. It's a Spectre Legend 4 with a walnut stain. Nicely done. Albert Vinzel, my technical, or my story producer. And uh, where's the Rickenbacker? Oh, it's in, it's in the shop? Okay. <laughs> right. And finally, funny, they bring instruments, but they don't play. Finally, on the Hammond B3, our live YouTube stream producer, Ryan White. Uh, let me direct you also to the uh, the live events page up at strangeplanet.ca. Strangeplanet.ca. I have a couple of appearances coming up this summer I want to let you know about. I know it's early, but it'll go quickly. It always does. Alien Cosmic Expo, 
2018. That's out at the Toronto Airport Marriott Hotel. It used to be in my hometown in Brantford, and then last year, they moved it to the Marriott Hotel in Toronto. Great venue, and uh, they've got a stellar lineup again this year. I will be moderating a panel. The actual um, Alien Cosmic Expo runs Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's July, or sorry, June, June 22nd, 23rd, 24th. June 22nd, 23rd, 24th. I'll be moderating a panel on the Saturday, June the 23rd. And that panel will be featuring all the heavyweights in ufology, Richard Dolan, Linda Moulton Howe, who will be on the program, right, Albert? Linda Moulton Howe will be coming by. Uh, Stanton Friedman. Now, Stanton Friedman, if you haven't heard, is he's not going to be touring anymore. Just like uh, Elton John and uh, uh, a bunch of stellar musicians are hanging him up this year. He's on his farewell tour, and this will be... The second to last time you'll have an opportunity to see him live, Stanton Friedman, at the uh, the Alien Cosmic Expo. He'll be doing one more event, I believe, at Roswell for the anniversary. But that's it. After that, no more. He'll still be do- he'll still be doing media and so forth, but no more lectures and so forth. So, if you've never seen Stanton Friedman, you want to get out to the Alien Cosmic Expo again. That's June twenty second, twenty third, twenty fourth. At the Toronto Airport Marriott Hotel, I'll be there moderating a panel on Saturday, June 23rd. You can go to aliencosmicexpo.com. You can buy tickets there. All the information is there. And then, in July, Occulticon, Occulticon, all things hidden, all things curious, Occulticon, and that's up in Holstein, Ontario, which I believe is sort of like, if you go right up Highway 10, north of Mississauga. Holstein, Ontario, beautiful um, rural setting up, up up on top of an escarpment. It's one of the, I think it's the second highest campground in Ontario or something, the Mythwood Event Grounds, Occulticon, July 13, 14, 15. I'll be there on Saturday, July the 14th, speaking under the lecture tent at 1 p.m. and then part as part of an experts panel at 3 p.m. under the lecture tent. And uh, again, you can go to my live events page at strangeplanet.ca, strangeplanet.ca for more information, or go to occulticon.ca. All right. Now, I have done dozens and dozens of uh, programs on JFK on the radio, a few more on the podcast, a television episode, and covered it from a lot of different angles, but nothing like this before. Over the next two hours... We're going to hear audio clips from a lot of the people who are sort of at the center of the JFK assassination, including Oswald and Jack Ruby and maybe LBJ. I'm not exactly sure what David has in store here, but we're going to hear their voices in reverse. Uh, Because according to my guest, truth is revealed in reverse speech. David John Oates is the founder and developer of reverse speech technologies. He was the first person to ever document speech reversal in human speech in 1983 and has worked extensively since then on research and development as well as maintaining a therapeutic and consulting practice. He's had an active career spanning 24 years, furthering the field of reverse speech as his full-time occupation. He's developed new theories and designed therapeutic and training techniques. He's the author of a number of books, including A New Theory About Language, Reverse Speech, Voices from the Unconscious, Unveiling the Truth, The Secrets of Reverse Speech. It's only a metaphor, the story of reverse speech. A great pleasure to welcome back to The Conspiracy Show, David John Oates. David, how are you? 
I'm doing good, Richard. How are you, sir? Terrific. Now, last time we spoke, I think you were out in uh, on the West Coast. Uh, wherever we oh, reached you. Well, I'm back home in Adelaide, Australia, right ah. right now, and it's uh, it's uh, 12.30 on Monday afternoon. You're and a time you traveler, sir. You're in the future. Yes, I am indeed, a true time traveler. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to have you back. So, yeah, good to be back, too. Um, how, many, how, how many JFK-related audio files do you have? Oh, probably about 200, 200 clips. Right. And, uh, and just covering everyone from LBJ. You mentioned LBJ. Right. Um, LBJ, uh, Hoover, Eisenhower, uh, uh, Ford, uh, Ruby, um, JFK himself. Um, and what else have I got here? Um, uh, that'll keep us going. Nixon, Oswald, of course. Obviously, Oswald. Right. Um, well, of course, Nixon yeah, is, Nixon's interesting. Nixon's in, oh, that'll keep us going, that's for sure. A couple of shows if we wanted to. Nixon's interesting because, of course, he's one of only two people that don't remember where they were on November 22nd, 1963. The other, of course, right. is George W. Or, sorry, George Herbert Walker Bush. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. And I've got a bridge I can sell you, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, again, for those people that, uh, that don't know your work, and we had you on the program about a month ago, and it was just stellar. Um, what you what you do, and so it just blew my mind, quite frankly. But just give people sort of the the Reader's Digest view of of what it is reverse speech is all about. Okay, well, I started researching it in eighty three, eighty four, eighty three. I first started, and uh, I started off with music and uh, looking at. You know, I mean, that's well known. I wasn't the first person to look at music, but I started off with music, and then I accident. Then uh, I was quite impressed with the examples I was finding, and then uh, uh, I accidentally stumbled across in human speech. And uh, until my work, I'm not aware of anyone who did who looked at speech, and uh, I started finding these uh, backward messages quite clear and precise in speech when I was running it backwards. And I'm going, what on earth is this? And, and, uh, and oh, from 84 to 87, I worked at it fairly constantly, and then in 87, I wrote my theory. And I uh, called it reverse speech, and uh, the theory I wrote, basically states that language is by level, forwards as well as backwards. And as the human brain is constructing speech sounds, it's putting those sounds together or creating them in such a way that we're saying two messages at once. One is forward from the conscious, and the other is in reverse from the unconscious. There's nothing spiritual or supernatural about it. It's simply another form of human communication, previously undiscovered. Um, And it taps into many different layers of consciousness. It'll tap into the conscious mind. It'll reveal truth if a lie is being told. It will reveal hidden information. Um, At deeper levels, it gets into the unconscious. It'll describe personality and behavior, why we do the things that we do. And at deeper levels, it gets into the soul or the spirit itself, which is a whole other topic altogether, which we won't get into today. So, uh, yeah, so that's the theory I'm proposing. It's a natural function of language. All of us are doing it, and it's heard by recording speech and running it backwards. And you'll hear these intelligent phrases about once every 20 or 30 seconds of speech. One of the most remarkable things about reverse speech, the last time you were on, you were you were playing uh, audio clips forward of small children, including uh, one of your your two daughters when she was very young before she could speak, 
And when you played the clip backwards, they were they were speaking English, uh, or well, it, they were they were speaking. Uh, the, the point is, they were speaking before they had developed yeah, the ability to speak. And so, you, what you were saying is that we actually learn to speak backwards before we speak forwards. Right. Right. Well, the unconscious mind develops before the conscious mind does. And the unconscious speaks in reverse, so it's no surprise. And uh, some some child uh, psychologists have claimed that children's cognitive functions begin in reverse. Like they'll often crawl backwards before they crawl forward. So, uh, uh, but that's just a theory. Uh, uh, yeah, so, uh, so the fact that the unconscious is communicating for the conscious is, is no surprise. And it makes you wonder what is the most important form of communication? Is it forwards or is it reverse? There you go. Right. Now, we're, just, we're heading into a break. When we come back, we'll start playing these clips, oh. and we've got a lot of them. Uh, a lot, yeah. But I, And I know we're not going to talk about sort of the paranormal or, or anything, but I mentioned off the top sort of in jest that you were time traveling because you're in Australia and you're ahead of us. But here's the right. thing. You're going to play some clips from JFK. Obviously... Yes. You know, consciously, JFK wasn't aware that he was going to to be assassinated. Maybe he uh, feared it. But the question is, can uh, reve- can reverse speech reveal something about our future that we know subconsciously? I got a stunning clip to play you on that very. Ah. All right, we'll just let the- it's a cliffhanger, folks. All right, David John Oates is with us, reverse speech discoverer. And we're going to investigate reverse speech JFK clips when we come back. Stay with us right here on The Conspiracy Show. Keeping an eye on the new world order. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett. From Zoomer Radio. To speak with Richard, call 416 360 0740 or toll free 1 866 740 4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You want the truth? You can handle the truth. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. To get the truth, call Richard now at 416-360-0740 or toll-free at 1-866-740-4740. Welcome back. David John Oates is with us. Reverse Speech, the JFK edition. Just before that, a reminder of my new podcasts, Conspiracy Unlimited. Conspiracy Unlimited. New episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can subscribe at conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com. Conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com. And if you like rock and roll and the paranormal... Or just rock and roll and dark mysteries. You're going to love 
my new podcast, The Rock and Roll Twilight Zone, which is part of the Jericho Network. Chris Jericho of WWE fame. New episodes every Wednesday. Just Google it. It's uh, available everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iTunes, everywhere. The Rock and Roll Twilight Zone. All right. So what do we have first in the hopper, David? Okay. All right. Well, we'll start off. We'll start with Lee Harvey Oswald. Um, from uh, three months prior to the assassination, he was in New Orleans. He was handing out flyers and leaflets of the Fair Play for Cuba Committee. Yes. Uh, this is yeah. the uh, first reversal I ever had on the uh, JFK station. I've had this one for about 20 years, but I've never really played it. And uh, uh, it's uh, this reversal here. Well, I, I had a few. I played this on a couple of radio shows last year, and they said, well, what happened in the assassination? I said, well, I don't know. So, <laughs> so I started <laughs> researching it and uh, it took me about three or four months but uh, this is what I come up with so this is so this one I've had for quite some time so we'll we'll start off with this one this is Lee Harvey Oswald being interviewed in New Orleans the fact that I did uh, live for a time in the Soviet Union gives me excellent qualifications to uh, repudiate charges that Cuba and the fair play for Cuba committee is communist control Okay, we've got a small clip backwards. It's a bit of a long one, so see if you can hear it. Uh, hear them, the wish to kill president. Hear them, the wish to kill president. Oh, sorry, I lost it. All right, here we go. You hear that there? I did, yeah. Okay, so interesting reversal. A um, uh, couple of things. Hear them. Okay, so other people, okay, the wish to kill president. So he's aware of a plot to kill the president back in uh, three months prior to the assassination. Okay? Interesting. So, yeah, yeah. Now, I must say, um, I would say that um, 90% of the clips we hear in reverse are, like, very, very clear. This one a little less so. But when right. you slow it down, I can definitely, I can definitely hear. Um, and yep. again, it's hear them. What was it again? Hear them plan the to kill. wish to kill. Pre- the wish to kill president. Right. Okay? The wish to kill president. I'll play it again. I'll play it again. Yes, you hear me. You hear that there, yes. Richard? Yes. Why don't you slow it down? Yes. The wish to kill yeah. president. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So he's not saying, I'm going to kill the president. He says, hear them. Okay. So that's an interesting statement to make. What does that mean? And uh, so let's have a... uh, uh, Here we have the next one from the radio interview. I think it's rather obvious as to why and when and where because of the fact that uh, we certainly don't have any trade with them. We are discouraging trade uh, with that country. uh, and here he says, they're powerful. You got yes, that? Absolutely. They're powerful, referring yeah. obviously to those who wish to kill the president. Exactly correct. Interesting. Exactly correct. And this is all during yeah, the same interview. This is all during the same interview. All right, let's play a damning one. Here we go. These peasants uh, are uneducated. They uh, have uh, one of the lowest living standards in in all of uh, the Western Hemisphere. And here he says, "Evil soul of Hoover." Evil soul of Hoover. Evil soul of Hoover. Hoover. Who's he talking about? Oh, well, wow! Jeez, his vacuum cleaner. His vacuum cleaner, perhaps. <laughs> right. The evil yeah, soul of Hoover. Vacuum. 
I know. <laughs> so what on earth is going on here? Okay, so they're powerful, evil soul of Hoover. Hear them, the wish to kill president. Um, here's another one. And at no time was I out of contact or uh, with the uh, American embassy. Incidentally, I got a lot of, lot of reversals on Hoover, so we're going to get to him. All right. Uh, well, yes, he has to defend yeah. himself in, in reverse. I wish him luck. <laughs> uh, here he says, a, it's a mighty crime. It's a mighty crime. It's a mighty crime. You got that one? Oh, yes. It's a, it's a mighty crime. It's a mighty crime. All right. Now we've got an interesting reverse. This one's not very clear, unfortunately. I wish it was clearer, but it's very significant. Okay, so let's play it. This is from the radio interview. Then are you a Marxist? Well, I have uh, studied Marxist philosophy, yes, sir, and also other philosophers. And here he says, here to serve White House. Here to serve White House. Yes. Here to serve White House. You hear that? I did. Did you get that, Albert? And you, Ryan? I heard it. Sebastian? Yeah, we all heard it. Definitely. Okay, so who on earth was Lee Harvey Oswald? Who was he working for? Okay, so so, uh, was he the assassination of JFK? He certainly had knowledge of the assassination. They're obvious so. But was he working for the White House? Well, uh, uh, some speculate that the the botched assassination attempt in Chicago, or the aborted assassination attempt in, in, in Chicago, that the Secret Service was tipped off by none other than Lee Harvey Oswald. So, uh, he, as you say, he may have been, um, may have had knowledge. He he may have thought he was part of a, a some sort of a sting operation to save the president, and then he got tra- uh, trapped. Yeah. In the oh, plot. okay. Yeah. Well, that's going with all of this, actually. You just, uh, yes, exactly right. Are you aware that his name went up on the CIA wall uh, two years ago as an agent lost in the field? I did not know that. Yes, it did. Went up on the CIA. His, his star, not his name, his star. You know how they have the stars on the walls? Of right, agents right. Killed, yes, killed? yes. Oh, oh. You, you go, and, go, and, go and Google it. You'll see it. Anyway. Well, I have a a, a friend up here, a media scientist, Nelson Thal, who's been on the program many, many, many times over the years. And he used to teach a course at the University of Toronto. It was part of the Marshall McLuhan lecture series. He took it Uh over from Marshall McLuhan. And he uh, is adamant that um, Lee Harvey Oswald attended his lectures. Uh, and that for a time, Oswald, and this was this was back, I guess, in the 1970s, and that Oswald was living, I believe, here in Toronto on Brunswick Avenue, I think he said, for a time. Interesting. Huh. Interesting. Well, anyway, very interesting stuff. So, so uh, um, uh, I can conclude from these reversals that Oswald had knowledge of a plot to kill the president. Uh, he uses the particular name of Hoover, okay? Uh, so uh, let's have a look at Oswald. We'll move on to not not too sure. We'll move on to Hoover next. Let's have a look at. Oh, I got a great one on Nixon. Oh, anyway, oh, hang uh, on. Before you do that, before you do Hoover, and I, I'm not. I don't want to put you on the spot. But do you have anything yeah. of Oswald at, after his arrest? Yes, I'm about to play that now. Brilliant. Yes. yes. Ah, okay. So here we go. Uh, where is it? Okay. So here's the first one. You find that right as you people have been given, but I emphatically deny these charges. I emphatically deny these charges. Here it says, see, I'm the give up. See, I'm the give up. 
See that? You hear that? See, I'm yeah. the give up. It's a distorted recording, unfortunately. Yes, I'm is. the give up. Oh, I'm the I'm the patsy. Right. I've been the one giving up here. I'm, I'm the, the give up. I'm the give up. Let's hear that again. I'll, I'll play it again. See that? You hear that? Yes. Okay. And then he says, then he says this one. Uh, Actually, I've got a few of him. Um, Unfortunately, there's just not many reversals on him, unfortunately. Um, I'm not much audio on Lee Hunt. No, he wasn't a public figure, so. No. Okay, so here's the next one um, after his rest. I didn't shoot anybody, sir. I haven't been told what I'm here for. You have a lawyer? No, sir, I don't. And here he says, all three men are walking. All three men are walking. All three walking. That one. <laughs> if you could see the, uh, you see us here in studio, all of our eyes were bugging out at that one. That one is crystal clear. Let's hear yeah, that again. Let's hear that again. That yeah. is so good. Okay, so here's the forwards. I didn't shoot anybody, sir. I haven't been told what I'm here for. You have a lawyer? No, sir, I don't. Okay, and here it is. No free metal wolf. <laughs> no free metal wolf. Oh, man. It's like it's forwards. Almost like it's forwards, that one. Clear as day. Yes. So what Freeman is he talking about? Clearly he has knowledge of something, and he's aware that he has been um, – uh, he's aware that he's a patsy here. Right. And then he, and then he says this. I like some legal representation. These police officers have not allowed me to, to have any. All right, so legal representation. And he says, I'll reveal the killer. You hear that one? I did. Did you get that one, Ryan? Did you hear it? Yes. I'll reveal the killer. Again, please. Yeah, yeah, okay. So here's the, uh, here's, uh, hang on, I'll play the forwards too. Here's the forwards. I like some legal representation. These police officers have not allowed me to, to have any. I'll reveal the killer. Now, now, interesting, because he said three men are walking, but I'll reveal the killer, which would suggest... Uh, right, well, there was one man who fired the fatal shot, right. and, I've got, and I've got that man on tape. Do you want to hear him next? <laughs> the man who fired the <laughs> shot? Sure. All right, all right. Is it Charles Nicoletti? I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just guessing. No. Name of James Files. I'm sure you've James heard of Files. James Files. Oh yes, we've had him on. Uh, not him. We've had the documentary uh, a filmmaker on. Right. Uh, well, now I think he was only one of them. He fired the headshot. Oh, here, I'll play him. Play him. So here he is, talk with an interview with Jim Mars, the uh, late Jim Mars. Ah, yes. Late Mars. So here he is. Did you ever notice if uh, any of those rounds hit that sand? No. I do. I don't know if anybody else has did or not. As far as I know, their rounds never hit it. I know my round didn't hit it. Like I say, I fired one shot. I was on target. And here he says, I hit him with my round. It ended my round. It ended my round. It ended my round. So that's a congruent reversal. Mm-hmm. I fired the shot, hit him in the head with my round. Now, I think there were two other assassinations as well. So the other name you mentioned may very well have been one of the other shooters. Right, okay? right. So, now, we should point out what it, we should explain what congruent reversal means. Oh, right. Okay. A congruent reversal is where it essentially says exactly the same thing backwards as it says forwards. Okay. So uh, he said, well, I, uh, I, 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 uh, I uh, forget what the forwards was. Actually, let's play the forwards again. So, uh, so here's the forwards. 
notice if uh, any of those rounds hit that sand? No. I, do, I don't know if anybody else has stood or not. As far as I know, their rounds never hit it. I know my round didn't hit it. Like I say, I fired one shot. I was on target. I fired one shot. I was on target and back was hitting with my round. My round. So he's saying the same thing backwards as he's saying forwards. Okay? Right. And just for those who, who aren't familiar with James Files, and we've talked about it on on the show, he is serving time, I, I believe, for killing a police officer in a separate incident. He's in prison in, I think it's Joliet, Illinois, serving he's a life. On parole. He is on parole. parole. Ah. Yeah, he's parole. Interesting. Yeah. But he claims that he was that, on the grassy knoll. He fired the headshot, uh, the fatal oh. headshot. And what he did was he... He, he bit the, um, the shell casing. This was his trademark, his calling card. He bit the shell casing and then, and then dropped the, uh, the shell on the grassy knoll or buried it, I think. And uh, someone claims to have discovered it. And sure enough, there was a shell casing with uh, a, a, some sort of a, a dental imprint in the shell yeah. casing. So that's James File. Interesting. All right. Absolutely interesting stuff. Uh, so, uh, so Oswald, according to verses, okay, so they're mainly the verse I got on Oswald. There's not much on him, unfortunately. So, according to verses on Oswald, uh, he had knowledge of assassination plot prior prior to uh, it happening. He was working for the White House in some capacity. I don't mm-hmm. know what capacity. Uh, he was aware that he was a patsy. I'm the give. I'm the give up. And I'm the he give up. Prepared, he was prepared to reveal who the real assassins were. Interesting. And that's my conclusion of Lee Harvey Oswald. There we go. And, all right. Okay. So. All right, so who will we move on to next? Well, okay, let's move on to J. Edgar Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover, head of the FBI. Yep. Okay. So uh, let's just um, – oh, there's a couple I can't play because he uses language. So, uh, okay, so here's the first one I can play. We'll run this forwards. Uh, usually this, the, the presidential car in the past has had uh, steps on the back next to the bumpers, and they've usually been – one on either side standing on those steps at the, at the okay. back bumper. Okay, so this is from a phone conversation he had with LBJ, okay, uh, after the assassination, okay? And he's discussing and, uh, the fact that they're normally on the back of a presidential limo, there are steps for the Secret Service to stand on. But there wasn't in this occasion. Right. So, yeah. And here he says, after the talk, we set it up. After the talk, we set it up. <laughs> after the talk, we set it up. Thursday. After the talk, we set it up. Interesting reverse. Indeed. All right, we'll take a time out. David John Oates stays with us. Reverse speech, the JFK edition. Back with more in a moment. Don't you dare go away. Exploring theories, uncovering facts, and offering a different view of the universe. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett on Zoomer Radio. To speak with Richard live, call 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740.
You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Corporations, governments, and sometimes entire civilizations. What goes up must come down. And it lands on The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, the discoverer of reverse speech, David John Oates, is with us. And we're playing some clips from people who were, um, I don't want to say involved necessarily in the JFK assassination, but they are people obviously who were um, there or witnessed it or were uh, involved in some capacity, either in charge of protecting the president or were... um, Affiliated with the president in some way. Uh, obviously, we heard from Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, and now we're hearing from uh, FBI, former FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover. Now, Hoover, of course, is, is um, famous for wanting to make sure, and this was a memo, I believe, that was released during the latest sort of assassination record dump back in November. Hoover, in a, in a memo, made it clear he wanted the public to, to, to be certain. He wanted the public convinced that Oswald acted alone. Now, whether he just simply didn't believe there was a conspiracy and, and, and honestly felt that there was not a scintilla of evidence that Oswald was involved with others, uh, but he, 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 he felt it so important that the public be made to believe that Oswald acted alone. So, that's rather interesting. So, we have another, we had a, a clip of Hoover in conversation, a telephone conversation with LBJ after the assassination, and in reverse, he said something about after the talk, we'll. What, what did he say? We set it up. We'll set after it up. the talk, we set it up. Yeah, apply okay. it again. All right. So, what talk is he talking about, and what did he said set up? It's an interesting reversal, isn't it? Yes, so, indeed. Uh, we have more from okay. Hoover, no doubt. Oh, absolutely, we do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, we have the next one from Hoover. And that the plastic at the top to it was down. The president had insisted upon that so that he could stand up and wave to the crowd. And he says, and I finance this evil. And I finance the evil. And I finance the evil. And I finance the evil. So there you go. I finance um, this evil. It's pretty damning reversal, and uh, not looking good for Jay Edgar. No, it's not looking good at all, and uh, uh, and I would maintain that's why he wanted the public to believe that Lee Harvey Oswald was the sole assassin, because actually a vast conspiracy, and I'll get to all the players. I don't know we'll have time. We've got time to get to them all, but I've got it all here, Um, and um, so uh, see. The other theory, the other theory about about Hoover is that he he knew about it. Uh, one of the claims is that the the assassination was sort of set up by the Louisiana mob mobster. I guess oh. you could call him the mob chieftain, um, Carlos Carlos Marcello, uh, and oh. he knew about it in months in advance. But you know, obviously, chose to do nothing because he oh. a he hated the Kennedys and b. 
he wanted LBJ to to become president because he had so much dirt on LBJ, he knew he could control him. So, interesting. Uh, Yeah, I actually agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I I think it was a mob. And uh, I think that Hoover was involved in involved in um, setting it all up um, on orders from higher up. I mean, we're going to go higher up the chain. I'm just starting at the low echelons right now. So, all right, we have more okay. from Hoover. Oh yeah, we have quite a few. Um, so here's the next one. In trying to massage his heart at the on the, at the hospital or on the way to the hospital, they uh, apparently. Uh, loosened that and it, it fell on to the, the stretcher. He's talking about a bullet that they found on the stretcher. And here he says back was bullet part of the deal. And again. Uh, something strange about that bullet. I can't remember what the story was now. Yes, well, just this, found this is the bullet uh, that went through Connolly. Uh, well, first it went through the president, then it went through the, the, the back seat, and then it went through Connolly. Uh, and then it was supposedly found on the stretcher at Parkland Memorial Hospital, where Connolly was, uh, in pristine condition, uh, oh. which is <laughs> it's, yeah, it's one of the more interesting exhibits. Uh, it's impossible. Make, yeah, that's an impossibility. I mean, they, they've they've tried to replicate that. They fired a a um, a bullet uh, down a rifle that's just packed with with cotton with gauze. And it still right. had some disfigurement and so forth. Uh, but this bullet that was on the gurney, I'm trying to name it, remember the name of the exhibit. It's, an, it's a number. If James D. Eugenio were here, he would know. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's one of those curious things that this, this magic mm-hmm. bullet travels all this way and it comes out and conveniently is found on a gurney uh, in pristine condition. Yeah, wow. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, jump to a mafia reversal. Here's Hoover. Uh, we uh, on that floor. We found the three empty shells that had been fired. Oh, look! I don't know why I can play the first word. Um, hmm. Uh, let me see if I can clip it off. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, Met Houston Mafia. Houston Mafia. Hang on, I've got to clip off the first word. I can't play it on the air. Oh. Met Houston Mafia. There we go. Met Houston Mafia. Met Houston, Houston Mafia. mafia. And here's again, Met Houston Mafia. So there you go. There's your uh, there's your mafia connection established. All right, we've got to take a time out, uh, David. We'll be back with more. The um, that was Exhibit CE three nine nine. Again, that was the pristine bullet recovered from Governor Connolly's stretcher later at Parkland Hospital. CE three nine nine. All right, back with more. Stay with us. world is being pulled over your eyes. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett from Zoomer Radio. To reach Richard, call 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This is no place for the naive or the faint-hearted. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. 
Very special edition of The Conspiracy Show. David John Oates, discoverer of reverse speech, is staying with us for the full two hours. We uh, teased this about a month ago when he was on, doing some other reversals, and uh, I think he played one JFK clip and sort of whet our appetite, and then we, we uh, promised to bring him back for the full two hours. And uh, we are hearing some pretty damning reversals from the likes of J. Edgar Hoover, who in that last clip mentioned the the Houston mob, or the Houston mafia. I'm not sure who that might refer to. Uh, now, New Orleans or the Louisiana uh, mob, uh, that's Carlos Marcello. Uh, so was he involved? Some suggest that he was. Some suggest that... Uh, Sam Giancana was involved from uh, Chicago and Charles Nicoletti. Uh, some have even ID'd Nicoletti as a possible gunman on the roof of the Dal Tech building, which is uh, across the street from the Texas Book Depository. Uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's continue on. Uh, do we have still more J. Edgar Hoover? He's digging himself quite a hole here. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll skip a lot of them. We'll just play a couple of significant ones. Uh, like, here's one here. Now, there's one angle of this thing that I'm hopeful to get some word on today. Uh, this woman, his wife, has been very hostile. She would not cooperate. Here he says, hit inaugural mistake. It's inaugural mistake. It's inaugural mistake. And again. See, many people, Kennedy only won by eight, by 100,000 votes. You know, many people believe he shouldn't have been inaugurated in the first place. So, right, um, right. Hit the inaugural mistake. That is um, quite a way of describing it, isn't it? Hit the inaugural it's mistake. It's an interesting way of describing it. Now, yeah. when, when you're looking for reversals, uh, and let's say, you know, you've decided, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gather as many audio clips of the JFK um, assassination as I can. Are you are you getting almost a hit on every one, or I mean, how how many do you have to sift through before you find one? Oh, oh no, I'm getting a hit on most of them. Um, I mean, I, I got all these clips off of YouTube. Um, um, there was reversals all through, and really, I mean, it took me it took me several months to do the whole thing. Um, you know, because I had to do it in between my own work. Right. Uh, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like this, uh, these ones on Hoover, I got from the two conversations between Hoover and LBJ. We still got to do LBJ yet. That's that's where these reversals came from. Right, right. Um, All of those and, um, are just two conversations. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's an here's an interesting one. Here, this is the last one I play on Hoover. Here he is. Uh, I'm not too sure of the forwards. Any of them fired at me? Oh, I just talk about the shots. How many shots were fired? Any of them fired at me? Uh, no, there was another, there all three at the All three at the president, and we have them. Uh, two of the shots fired at the president were. So back, backwards, he says. Forwards, he says, the three shots. But backwards, he says, two fallen. There's three or four that hit. Two fallen. 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 So he's. Fallen. So he has knowledge of at least four shots. Two that missed and three or four that hit. Right. right. So, uh, so, uh, so clearly Hoover had a lot more knowledge about the assassination than uh, what he's letting on. Okay? The, this is again. Uh, this is a telephone conversation with LBJ, and it's interesting to note that LBJ's first—not his first question necessarily, but what seems to be top of his mind—is were any of them fired at me? Yeah, I know. Right. Exactly right. Yeah. Oh, look. Did I play you the reverse on JFK inauguration? I don't think I did. You may have last month, but I don't believe so. 
I don't know. Uh, so. Where's it gone? So this um, is the inauguration in 1961. This is, yeah, this is the, yeah. Um, oh, gee, where's now? I, uh, uh, JFK commentator, JFK Cuba, JFK inaugural. Here we go. Listen to this. This is the inauguration address. The slow undoing of those human rights to which this nation has always been committed and to which we are committed today at home and around the world. And this one says, head is hitting the car. Oh, my. Head is hitting the car. Head is hitting the car. You hear that? Head is hitting the car. How could I How miss it? How about that for a premonition? Oh, eh? my word. Head is hit yep. in the car. Can we hear that again? Yep, sure, sure. So uh, here it is. We'll uh, run it forwards and backwards. Head is in my car. Head is in my car. And head is in the car. Head is in my car. So, amazing premonition. I think you mentioned that at the start of the show. I did, because I was wondering whether the subconscious mind can be aware of future events. So Yes, it can. So... My word. I mean, what does that mean? What does that mean? Ah, well, there's many many ways you can explain that in the unconscious. Does the unconscious exist outside of time and space? Is that possible? Or or the theory that I personally prefer is that that we have many unconscious abilities of which, which we are not fully aware of, including... ESP or the seventh sense or ability to perceive the future. Um, they're all abilities in the unconscious that are more developed in some than others. That's mm. a theory I personally prefer. So, uh, but I got oh, lots of reversals predicting future events on famous people as well as private. Are there are there any more of JFK in the days leading up to the assassination? Uh, no, I well, I've just got some of his um, some of his speeches. Right, um, right. Like, um, I don't know. There's uh, here. Here's from his secret society speech. His well known. Oh yes. One. Vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific. And political operations. And he says, "Here a villain." Here a villain. Here a villain. There you go. Here a villain. Oh, uh, just uh, he's aware of stuff. Right. Oh, here's here's a funny one. here's a funny one. I got the leadership coming back at five this afternoon. Then we begin this uh, uh, blockade. Then uh, we'll continue the surveillance. I was talking about the uh, Cuba blockade, and he says, "I send naked woman." Uh, oh dear! <laughs> Typical JFK. Yes. Yeah, that's a funny one. Yes, people forget, uh, or or choose to forget that he was, uh, you know, quite a ladies' man. Yes, he certainly was indeed. All right, let's have a look. Where will we go to next? Uh, uh, let's start off with his. Uh, let's look at LBJ and his address to Congress. And the very first reversal I heard on the Congress speech got me bursting with laughter. So here's the forwards. Speaker, Mr. President, members of the House, members of the Senate. My fellow Americans, 
All I have, I would have given gladly not to be standing here today. So this is, I think, two days after J.K. was assassinated. Okay. And okay. here he says backwards, see the con. See the con. See the con. See the con. So, yeah, the what's the con? Has the public been conned? I don't know. Here we have another one. On the 20th day of January in 1961, John F. Kennedy told his countrymen that our national work would not be finished in the first thousand days. Here he says, we knocked him off. And uh, here we have uh, another one. We must be ready to defend the national interest and to negotiate the common interest. This is the path that we shall continue to pursue. And he says, I shield the path of great sin. I shield the path of great sin. I shield the path of great sin. That, that, okay? that is very or, clear. I'd like to do an, ex very, an experiment if we could. Maybe the next reversal. Let's see if we can identify. Oh, yeah. Yep, sure, sure. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was just uh, uh, okay. So here, I think this one's fairly clear. Let's yeah, give us a clear this. one because we're new at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we go. This is our challenge: not to hesitate, not to pause, not to turn about and linger over this evil moment, but to continue on our course. I think this is clear. I apologize if it's not. So, okay, so here we go. You hear anything there? Try it again. Let me go around and see if... Yeah, okay, I'll Ryan, turn up the volume. Ryan, pull your microphone down there, so... Okay, so here we go. Here's the something con. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Here's the bigger con. con. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you heard it. Did yeah, you hear you it? Right? Oh, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And how about? It wasn't one well, of the clearer ones. Here's the second no. con. It sounds like second to me. Oh, second okay. con. Oh, hang on. Let's okay. play it again. I'm, I'm open to being wrong. Okay. Yeah. con. Now it's bigger. Yeah. con. Sacred. Yeah. con. Anyway, either way, con is clear and here yeah. is clear. Second <laughs> or sacred? Go. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's try this one. See if this one's clear. Uh, there was a story down there that uh, he ever in his bar and stuff like that. There was a story that this fellow had been in this nightclub that he this strip tease joint that he has. Okay, and that was uh, the uh, verses on LBJ in this little under the breath comment. Yeah, that he ever in his bar. Right there, right there. Yeah, that he ever in his bar. Okay, and uh, he's talking about Jack Ruby. Right, were okay, you ever this, in his bar? This, yeah, that's right. So here, 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 here it is. Listen carefully. What do you hear there? Something a snob? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Kill the snob. But uh, it's a bit hard because the because uh, 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 what's his name's voice? Hoover's voice is over the top of the word kill. So I can see that. I'll try it again. You hear? You hear Hoover's voice is over the top of the word kill? Yes. Yes. Kill the snob. Yep, I can hear yeah. it now. 
But you heard the snob, so that's fair enough. Yes. I mean, you know, I mean, that's, that's what I would expect, you know, for a newcomer to reverse speech to hear one or two, one or two words. Not in a bad, reversal, not bad, you know? and that's that's certainly yeah. something that uh, I can imagine. LBJ saying about the Kennedys because he did consider them to be these, you know, these Boston blue bloods, and uh, exactly he right. thought that they were arrogant and yeah. That exactly makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here we have another one. Here we go. This nation has experienced a profound shock. Okay, this is a tough one, I think. But anyway, I'll play it. Listen carefully. All right. See, see how you go. I what do you hear? Uh, Albert, did you hear anything? I shall not forget. It sounded like to me. <laughs> okay, well, maybe I was wrong. I got, I got hush my fault here. Hush my fault here. Hush my fault. Yeah. Hush my fault yeah, I tell you what, I'm going to play you an ultra-clear reversal. Yeah. All right, we'll do that when we come back. Okay. We'll, all, right. Uh, all right, we're heading into the second hour with David John Oates, the discoverer of reverse speech. More on the JFK edition. Stay with us. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to Zoomer Radio in Toronto, CFZM AM740, and CFZM FM 96.7 in downtown Toronto. Owned and operated by MZ Media Incorporated. Zoomer Radio, timeless hits. Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett on Zoomer Radio. Well, thanks for inviting me into your home, long-haul truck, RV, camper, taxi, your parents' well-appointed rec room, your loft, that greasy spoon just off the interstate, and your cabin in the woods. Howdy to all of you listening in on our flagship station, Zoomer Radio AM 740 and 96.7 FM here in Toronto. Hi to those of you listening in on one of our affiliate stations, and last week we added another, WIOS AM in Flint, Michigan. Hello, hello, hello to uh, all of you who listen to the Conspiracy Show podcast, available everywhere, uh, iTunes, TuneIn, Radio, uh, uh, you name it, it's everywhere. Uh, those of you who take the Conspiracy Show with you on your uh, mobile device through the two terrific apps that we have, the Zoomer Radio app, and the Conspiracy Show app, both free downloads. And those of you watching us on the live YouTube stream 
And please visit the YouTube channel and uh, subscribe if you haven't already done so. Those of you in the YouTube live chat, hello to you. However and wherever you are listening uh, and watching, we bid you the warmest of welcomes and uh, we thank you for your fine company. Albert, Ryan, and Sebastian are all here. And so too is David Oates, the discoverer of reverse speech. Yeah, he's playing a lot of audio clips having to do with the JFK assassination. Reverse speech from the likes of Jack Ruby, uh, Lee Oswald, LBJ, J. Edgar Hoover. Uh, and these are very, very revealing. Uh, all right, so we, um, we we heard quite a few from LBJ. Did you have some more on LBJ? Uh, LBJ, all oh, right. Yeah, yes, I do. I actually opened up another one to play you, but let me go and uh, uh, get see if I can get another another. Uh, significant one on OBJ. Ah, uh, where are we? Um, um, oh, here's an interesting one. Let us turn away from the fanatics of the far left and the far right, from the apostles of bitterness and bigotry. Okay, see if you can hear what this one's saying. Yeah, we're not silent. Yeah, we're not silent. They should be able to hear that. Something, something will not silent. Uh, kill not sudden. Actually, you got the S. <laughs> kill not sudden. Kill not sudden. You hear that? Kill not sudden. What, what In other words, it was planned. It was planned and orchestrated. Ah, okay? I see. Right, right, right. Interesting. So, how did he know that? Interesting. Here's a, here, here's a really clear one. This is from George H.W. Bush at Gerald Ford's funeral, where he uh, mentioned the JFK assassination. Interesting. So, so here's the Fords. Even the dark clouds of political crisis gathered over America. After a deluded gunman assassinated President Kennedy. This, uh, this reversal got me exploring into all sorts of high officials as to who else was involved. Okay, listen carefully. See if you can hear what this is saying. What do you hear there? The guy on the motorbike? Let me, before you give it the answer, let's go around here. Okay, Ryan. you got the Ike, right? You got the Ike. Yeah, okay. Ryan, did you hear anything? Vaguely murder, maybe. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I thought this was clearer than that. I Now I'm a little bit embarrassed. No, okay. no, no, no. We're, we're just not very good at it. Albert, what do you think? I thought I heard, too. I'm the murder guy, it sounded like to me. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, I'll play it again, then I'll tell you what I think it says. Okay? So here we go. I am a revoidery, Ike. I've got the crime avoided, Ike. I'll play it again. I am a revoidery, Ike. Yeah, you don't hear that. I, I do hear it. I do hear crime avoided Ike. Now, yeah. Ike I, being Eisenhower. Ike being Eisenhower. Yes, indeed. So I'm thinking, what on earth? Go on, go on. Well, what I'm so, thinking is, if we, you know, Ike's famous farewell address when he's warning about the military-industrial <laughs> complex. In other words, uh, what are they saying? They if if they they were contemplating killing Ike at one point? I don't know. What do you think? Ah, well, I don't know. So I went to, uh, looked at Eisenhower, okay, for that very reason. What does he mean by the crime avoided Ike, okay? So uh, so, I, uh, so I started uh, looking at Eisenhower, and this is Eisenhower talking to, um, talking to, I think, Jackie? 
I'm not sure. Let's just. Um, I've forgotten now. This is right after JFK assassination. Mrs. Eisenhower and I share the grief that Mrs. Kennedy must now feel, and we send to her our prayerful thoughts and sympathetic sentiments. And this one says he had to miss. You hear that? I do. I do. I'm totally befuddled as to what that might mean, though. Ah, well, okay. Well, let me play another one, and I'll tell you, okay? So here we go. Here's the next next one. Will the nation be all right in a few months ahead? Oh, I'm not going to uh, predict anything of that. I just say this. The American nation is a people of great common sense. And this one says, I bring it in a kid. 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 Very clear. I'm sure you would agree. Okay, so if you go and listen to uh, James Files' whole hour interview, Mm -hmm. when he was just a young kid, okay, he was specifically told not to hit Jackie Kennedy. And when uh, when Eisenhower is talking about Jackie Kennedy, that's when he says he had to miss. Okay. That's right. I do remember the the uh, that interview with James File, and he was told uh, yep. to avoid hitting the first lady. Exactly right. Exactly and right. Uh, I, yeah, I do remember that distinctly. Okay, so that's interesting. So now when so Ike was talking why, to the first why lady, why is this on Eisenhower's speech after the assassination? Hmm. Okay, here he is talking to LBJ on the phone after the assassination. Now to come back all the way just after we gotten out there. And we had to get our children out for the holidays. And here he says, I made you, that's the deal. Interesting. Ike is telling LBJ, I made you, that's the deal. Exactly correct. Yes, I know. How deep does this rabbit hole go? Who indeed was involved in this assassination? Hmm. It goes very, very deep, very, very far. And uh, the more I researched it, the deeper and deeper I got. And it was just... uh, I've never heard a a JFK uh, assassination researcher, to my knowledge, implicate Ike Eisenhower. That's exactly why Bush says the crime avoided Ike. Because Ike was never implicated. Mm. He was never implicated. Such an affable, avuncular... Uh, gentleman, though, I I always thought of Eisenhower, beloved. Uh, I'm just telling you what I'm. I'm just telling you what I found. I understand. We're not gonna. We're not gonna blame the messenger here. No, I know. All right. Here's another one that implies that even deeper figures involved in the assassination. Here's Hoover again. That uh, that must have been more than one man, but because no one man could fire those shots from the time that they were fired. And he says, no one thought the man now belonged to the Knesset. No one thought the man, no one thought the Knesset. No one thought the man, no one thought the Knesset. So what's the Knesset? The Knesset, of course, is the Israeli parliament. Right. Interesting. And here's, um, I've got another reversal about the Knesset. I can't find no, let me just add, Let me ask you, though, about, about yeah. Hoover. Oh, because Hoover, in the forward speech... Hoover in the forward speech is saying that there there was more than one gunman. Right. And right. yet, and he's saying that forward. Who is he talking to? 
Oh, JFK. Uh, not JFK, um, LBJ. So LBJ, sorry. Which is, is confusing to me because he's talking to LBJ and in his forward speech, he's he's saying that there was more than one gunman. Can I hear the forward speech again? Oh, was he? Oh, I'm sorry. I, uh, you, um, okay, sure. I uh, Interesting. All right, let's play it. That, uh, that must have been more than one man, but because no one man could fire those shots from the time that they were fired. Oh, I think he's saying that that's what people are saying. They're saying there must be more than one man, okay? Oh, I see. Right, because I was contrasting that with his his memo saying we must make the public believe oh. there was only one man. Oh, I see. Right. I think yeah, I think he's saying that's what people are saying. But there, but he, but yes, you're quite right. He really emphasised the fact there was only one man. That there was only one man. Yes. So there we have an interesting reversals on Eisenhower. I haven't played them all. You can go to my site, reversespeech.com. You can hear them all. Here we have uh, here we have an interesting reversal. Uh, let's look at some people on the uh, on the um, uh, Warren Commission. This is uh, Cooper. Okay. So I uh, forget his first name. Bill Cooper, Congressman. I can't think of his first name now. Uh, okay. Cooper, yes. Who was that now? Bill Cooper, wasn't it? I can't remember. He was on the Warren Commission, and here he is in Dealey Plaza. Okay. John Sherman uh, Cooper, yes. John Sherman Cooper, got it, right. Uh, we can assure you that every bit of the testimony will be made available to the press, the public. And here he says, the damn evil will be enormous. The damn evil will be enormous. Interesting. The damn so evil. This, I heard that. That's a Kentucky Senator John Sherman Cooper. Yep. Now so I. He's gone. Uh, yep. People forget that the Warren Commission was actually pretty divided. It was by no means a unanimous decision, and I believe one of the there were three dissenters. All three were from the Southern United States. Uh, and uh-huh. among those was John Sherman Cooper, who who didn't uh, agree with the findings of the Warren Commission. Right. Well, here he is. Listen to this. This is a little statement he makes forwards. He says, forwards, I don't believe that. Listen to this. Do you? Can you say if you still think it was one man? I don't believe that. I think we better not get into that. Here he says, I don't believe that. And then Dulles, who's in charge of the commission, not, not in charge of the commission, Dulles is also on the commission, former FBI director, for, not director, uh, 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 oh, what was he? CIA. Uh, CIA, sorry. He was fired by uh, fired by JFK. And uh, so Cooper says, I don't believe it. And then Dulles chips in and cuts him off. Listen to it again. Do you? Can you say if you still think it was one man? I don't believe that. I think we better not get into that. <laughs> yeah, that he gets cut off. That's I've never heard that stuff. before. That's oh, yeah, remarkable. That's as funny as hell. I'll do it again. Do you? Can you say if you still think it was one man? I don't believe that. I think we better not get into that. <laughs> that's a funny clip. That's forward. That's, that's right. forward. And, and here Dallas says that uh, uh, Cooper says a damn evil will be enormous. So he's aware of a vast plot. That goes beyond just Lee Harvey Oswald. Right. And here's, right. Da- here's Dallas, reverse on Dallas. If you had ten more commissions, you'd never get away from the idea that maybe there was a plot. We just didn't find any traces of it. And here he says, tough was Israeli damned with their day. Tough was Israeli damned with their day. Hmm. That's the second reference to Israel. Okay. Hard to say. Hard to say what that means. It's yeah. it's a swamp. <laughs> yes, it it's is. a swamp. 
All right, let's uh, take a time out, come back. More reverses on the JFK assassination. Do we have any from Jackie Kennedy? Uh, no, I don't have any from Jackie, sorry. All right, let's, uh, let's come back and work through some more. David Oates is with us, the founder, discoverer of reverse speech. Stay with us. Where there's smoke, there's The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Loose lips sink ships. And sometimes, corporations. Got something to say? Call Richard Serrett now at 416-360-0740 or toll-free at 1-866-740-4740. And we are back. A very special edition of The Conspiracy Show. We're looking at reverse speech or reversals with David John Oates. Give us the uh, the website again, uh, David, where people can listen to more. Uh, yeah, www.reversespeech.com. And actually, I do have a special JFK Association site up. So let me give you that out. It's uh, www.jfkassassinationsolved.com. JFK Assassination Solve.com. Solve, S O L V dot com. V E D. Solved. All right. Now, uh, just very quickly, what else do we. Uh, um, I mean, we're focusing on JFK tonight, but uh, what else will they find up on the website in terms of reversals? Do you have those. those... Oh, reverse speech. Yes. Reverse speech.com. Oh, yes. heavens. I got almost 20,000 reversals on that site. You've uh, All the latest Trump reversals are up there and uh, the election campaign. I've got reversals going back to the 19, early, mid 1990s when the first website first went up. So we got reversals from the Clinton presidency on plus uh, oh a whole bunch of stuff so, that must and, just keep uh, you i mean that must keep you busy 20 not 24 hours but my word because first of all you've got to um you've got to capture the audio and then you've got to listen to it intently backwards how long does it take you to uh when you have a clip well uh, to identify a reversal Oh, it depends on the uh, depends on the track. Uh, reversals will vary in frequency depending on the track. But look, I'll find them once every 20, 30 seconds. So you know, I'm going to find um, you know a one reversal every uh, 20, 30 seconds of sound clip. That's probably about two minutes of analysis time. Maybe every two or three minutes of working, I'll find a reversal. Then it takes me about a minute to get it ready for. Well, maybe two minutes to get ready for presentations, you know, like forwards and backwards at three speeds. And, uh, and look, it's, it's, uh, there's no denying it's a very time intensive process doing it. And it, it's really what's kept a lot of people out of the field in the uh, 30 years I've been public with it. Is it's, it's not like other modalities like NLP or Reiki or EFT where you can go and take a couple of training courses and be good at it. Is with reverse speech, you've got to sit down for hours and hours and hours with the headphones on and find them reversals so um we've just commissioned a uh, project 
to uh, get voice recognition to find reversals. So we've just started that. I don't how, know how, how long would, it's going to take. Oh, this is a, uh, a an app, correct? Yes, this is an app. Yes, yes. We've just commissioned that app now. So uh, um, we'll see what happens. So uh, if we can get voice recognition finding reversals for us, that's going to – well, it's going to do several things. It's going to save us heaps of time for a start. Uh, it's going to weed out the uh, the rubbish from the gems, you know, the gibberish from the uh, good reversals in between. So it's also going to have, give the sceptics a fair bit to speak about because now we've got a computer finding it, not just the human ear. So um, so that's so that's the next thing on the list. Right now, where is re- where are reversals in in terms of being sort of uh, accepted? Uh, not that they're going to be accepted as necessarily as court testimony, yeah. but in terms of being accepted as a as a legitimate uh, well, field of endeavor. Unfortunately, it's still a fringe science. Um, uh, there has been a couple of studies done. Um, probably the most well-known study was done by Monash University in Australia, and uh, they did some tests to see whether reversals could be heard by other people, and they could. They concluded, yes, these reversals can be heard, and we don't deny Oates has found valid examples of what they call reverse sequences. But the report discounted the theory as a whole, basically based on my lack of linguistic qualifications. That was a bit disappointing. Uh, California State University released a study in the early to early or late 1990s that showed the brain can hear backward messages and respond. But of course, the biggest, the biggest, the biggest revelation was the CIA published the documents they had on reverse speech in uh, just last year. Yes. Yes. And you can find that by Googling uh, reverse speech CIA. So uh, I believe there's a lot of work being done on it. I just don't know about it. Um, uh, the science is, unfortunately, it is very much in its infancy, and there's a lot of work yet to be done. Um, and you know, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just pioneering the field of paving the way for others to come. Is what I believe. And are you? Do you for this particular project on on JFK? Uh, do you do you seek um, uh, input from JFK assassination researchers because something a reversal may not make necessarily make sense to you at the time? Oh, but- sure. Sure. Well, when I first released this finding, I did a five-hour show with Jim Mars, and uh, Jim Mars filled in a lot of the pieces where I didn't ah, understand right. what the reversals meant. Yeah, so, well, uh, you went to the source. He certainly was the grandfather of yeah, uh, JFK assassination research. Now, yeah. do you have any of the – you mentioned um, – we, we mentioned, or maybe I mentioned Carlos Marcello. Um, no. Do you have any mobsters? Because I – I was told by my good friend, a JFK assassination researcher, Brent Holland, uh, who's up uh-huh. in Kingston, has a radio program, and he's written um, about the JFK assassination uh, from the White House Daily Plaza, it's called. He, okay. he, said right. that, he said that Marcello was actually recorded in prison. Uh, his uh, okay. fellow inmate was, uh, was wired, and they caught Marcello in a confession. Now, I haven't heard the audio. I don't know that Brent has heard the audio, but but um, Marcello apparently has made a confession. All right. Okay. Well, then we have two mobsters who have made a confession then. Now, do we have anything from Jack Ruby? Yes, I do. Ah. Yes. Okay. So, let's have a look at Jack Ruby. So, here he is. I think this is from his hospital bed, dying of cancer. I believe this is 
reporting came from? So I walked towards the, the ramp. I noticed the police squad car on the head of the ramp. Okay, he's describing how he shot Lee Harvey Oswald. I walked towards the ramp and saw the police squad car ahead of the ramp. And here he says, Dark Ghost sealed this order. Here we go. Dark Ghost sealed this order. Dark Hear that there? Yeah, Again. that's pretty clear. Dark Ghost sealed this order. Dark. So, forces unseen is how I would interpret that. Dark forces unseen. So, what was the order that he was given? Well, I believe it was to kill... Um, Kill, um, kill Lee Harvey Oswald. Right. He wasn't just some. This, I mean, this has been pretty well established. I think now, even the latest uh, records uh, dump sh- uh, tends to prove, I think, that J.F. or uh, Oswald and Ruby knew each other uh, right. prior to right. them meeting in the uh, during the prison transfer. Of course, Oswald's right. final moments. So uh, that's interesting. And here's another one. And I made an illegal turn behind the bus to the parking lot. Had I gone the way I was supposed to go, straight down Main Street, I would never, I would never have met this fate. And he says, uh, I'm dark, the soldier now hit. Interesting, he refers to Oswald as a soldier. Hmm. Why would he use the word soldier? I'm dark, the soldier now hit. So, uh, what else have I got on Ruby? I'm just pulling some out of random here. Um, um, here's one here on Ruby. Did you realize you had done anything? Well, really, it happened so fast and everything else. I can't recall what had happened from the time I... He says uh, your masters were paid off. Well, that's not very clear. It's there, it's not clear. Anyway, I think it's clear that he shot uh, Oswald on orders. Right, right. Your masters were paid off. Yes. Now, referring to uh, Oswald as a soldier, meaning, you know, perhaps on the same, they were on the same team. Uh, Interesting. Fascinating. Interesting stuff. Yep. I will say. All right. So um, where will we go to now? Um, well, we have about look. five minutes, six minutes here, so we have time for a few more. Um, okay. Let's see. Now, we, we've talked about, uh, we've, we've heard from J. Edgar Hoover. We've heard from LBJ. We've heard from Ike Eisenhower. Uh, we've heard uh, some remarkable foreshadowing from the 35th president himself, uh, Oswald, uh-huh. Ruby. Uh, let's see. Who else? Who else do you have? Uh, oh, okay. Well, let's just scroll down the list here. Um, uh, I've got Nixon in Dallas uh, the day before the assassination. Uh, where is it? Uh, I think it's this one here. And in addition to that, we find that despite the fact that uh, President Kennedy has one of the largest uh, majorities in Congress of any president in history, it's one of the poorest percentage records of accomplishment in history. Okay, so this this is in here in here in Dallas the day beforehand, and he says, "I hear the neck will suffer, the powerful helps." Interesting reversal because JFK was shot in the neck. 
Okay. Yes. And, I uh, hear the neck will suffer. Yeah, I think that's one of those uh, – I don't think he could have known Jake I was shot on the neck. I think that's one of those future tense premonitions. Okay. Fascinating. Uh, now, I, I, uh, I've never heard that clip because I, I find it interesting. Now, Nixon was in Dallas the day before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, here, here he is, another one, the same clip. Today, millions of people throughout the world... Oh, different clips, sorry. Today, millions of people throughout the world are trying to find words adequate to express their grief ah, and their I'm sorry. sympathy to his family. I'm sorry, this is on the 23rd. This is after the assassination. Right, right. And here he says, uh, I have secret here. I have secret here. I have secret here. And again. So what's his secret? What is he hiding? Okay. Well, it's interesting that, I mean, it's, he's famous for saying, you know, he didn't remember where he was. And yet we have him on tape in Dallas uh, the day before the assassination, uh, which is very curious. Now, it is, it is rumored, of course, this is only rumor, uh, that Nixon and LBJ, of course, were both present along with, I'm not sure if... If uh, Hoover was rumored to be there as well in this big meeting with Clint Murchison in Dallas the day before the assassination. Yeah. And then, sorry, go ahead. No, well, I got those rumors too. And and, and clearly, all the reverses I found on Hoover, LBJ, Nixon show that they were aware of this. They knew something was happening. And, well, Hoover's even more damning than that. I mean, I mean, look. Based on all the clips I've done, and I've only played you about 25% of what I've got, I believe it was an order that came from higher up, I think as high up as Israel. I think it was a whole bunch of Republicans, because uh, everyone I've looked at has been Republicans, except for LBJ. And uh, Hoover was Hoover was uh, opted to, uh, to set the whole thing up after the talk. We set it up. He uh, contacted the mafia, and the mafia did the hit. That's what I think happened. And, and Oswald was onto it. And for some reason, I don't know what reason, he ended up as the Patsy. So, uh, that's what I think happened. Fascinating. All right. What do we have here? We have about um, two minutes before we head into a break. Now, rather than play another okay. clip, um, yes, let me just talk generally about reversals. We'll come back after the, uh, the break at the bottom of the hour and play some more. But just in general, about reversals. Uh, because you also use them for therapeutic purposes, correct? Oh yeah. yeah what is? Yeah, well, that's how, did, how does business. that work? Oh well, uh, well, that's my main business. I've been doing using reverse speech therapy for thirty years. Um, I'm currently working with twenty five clients. I generally work with twenty five, thirty clients at any one time. Um, I've developed a whole therapeutic process around reverse speech. Uh, basically. Um, when you're using reverse speech and therapy, the language of reversals change. It starts speaking in metaphor, using words like wolf, goddess, lancelot, garden of Eden. And uh, it took me many years to work through what all these metaphors meant. And uh, I've come up with a theory that the unconscious mind thinks in metaphor or pictures. And human behavior and personality is organized or orchestrated by a construct of metaphoric structures in the deep unconscious mind. Now, this is what I'm saying is not new. Carl Jung theorized this. Freud worked with it a little bit. Jung was the main pioneer of the field. And so when I'm recording, a, so a client will come in with the problem, let's say it's depression, and I'll record the client. I'm going to get a transcript 
of what is happening on the unconscious level in metaphor. It's going to, let's supposing it might say something like, my wolf is sick. Uh, wolf in reverse speech is drive and motivation. So then I'm going to get in the first recording a list of the metaphors that, that are running this behavior. I then do another recording where I ask the unconscious, how do we fix this pattern? And I might say, feed the wolf. I then take the client on a form of hypnosis. It's a unique form that I developed myself where I'll have them see this sick wolf. They'll visualize the wolf and they will then feed the wolf. I'm actually getting them to do exactly what the verses tell me to do. My whole theory is that the unconscious knows what the problem is and it also knows what the solution is. And so by using those two facts... I take my clients on this vivid, metaphoric, guided visualization shamanic journey through the unconscious where we're seeing and changing these unconscious structures. All right, David, we'll uh, get back to uh, JFK and more on the other side. David John Oates, the discoverer of reverse speech. Stay with us. Brother is listening, and so are you, to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. To speak with Richard, call 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Peering into the shadows, where the truth often hides. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett from Zoomer Radio. Just a heads up on a programming note. Next week, uh, at least part of the program, we will be talking about America's Stonehenge. This is a fascinating, uh, seemingly ancient uh, artifact in Salem, New Hampshire. And um, although it's called America's Stonehenge, it bears little resemblance to the actual Stonehenge on the English Salisbury Plain, except that uh, it does feature a number of uh, enormous... Uh, pieces of granite, some of them standing upright, standing stones, uh, in some sort of an alignment, a celestial alignment with the uh, the lunar cycle, the uh, the autumnal and spring and summer equinoxes, uh, and also some other interesting artifacts uh, there in an area that's also known as Mystery Hill. This is in Salem, New Hampshire, and we'll be talking about America's Stonehenge and uh, they're not sure exactly how old it is. Some anthropologists and archaeologists believe that it might only date back as far as the 18th century, uh, but other archaeological uh, evidence tend to suggest it is much, much, much older. All right, we are talking about reverse speech with uh, David John Oates. The idea here is that during spoken language production, human speakers subconsciously produce hidden messages 
that give insights into their innermost thoughts. And uh, he, uh, uh, David, uh, says it has applications in psychotherapy, criminology, uh, business negotiation. And um, we are talking about the JFK assassination because we're hearing some interesting interesting reversals from people associated with uh, the president and with the assassination. Um, we've got time for a couple more here. Before This is a short segment, David. Who's up next? Okay, sure. Uh, let me see. Uh, I've got a couple here on, um, uh, uh, well, what's his name? Uh, Russell on the Warren Commission. Okay, so uh, here we go. Jack Russell? No, not his name. What's his name? I can't think of his name now. Here we go. According to that theory, he not only missed the whole automobile, but he missed the street. Well, the man's good enough shot to put two bullets right in candy. He didn't miss that old automobile. So he's he's querying the official account, okay? That uh, this is Richard Richard Russell. Uh, Richard Russell, right? Who okay. was um, he was from Georgia? So I, he I, I believe was another dissenter on the Warren Commission. That's right. Yes, he was. Okay, so and he says we we won't know all the sin. We won't know all the sin. We won't know all the sin. And again. So he believes this goes far deeper. That's like pretty clear. Have. That's pretty clear. That's pretty clear. And he's at all the Warren Commission. The other chap was the uh, the damn evil is enormous. Okay, and here we have Russell again. Well, they were trying to prove it. Same bullet that hit Kennedy first was the one that hit Connolly. And he says, "You're a liar." You're a liar. Now, who's he on the phone with? This is Richard Russell again? Who is he on the phone? Oh, he's on the phone with LBJ. Yeah. You're a liar. He doesn't believe the official story, okay? So these would be considered uh, congruencies. Yes, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, they're congruent reversals. He's questioning the story forwards and he's questioning the story backwards, okay? So how the Warren Commission ever came up with uh, the lone gunman theory when uh, two of the members at least didn't believe it is uh, is beyond me. The whole thing was obviously a set. There's no doubt in my mind about right. that. Right, so. and yeah, that's right. So Richard Russell uh, from Georgia. We had John Sherman Cooper from Kentucky and then Hale Boggs. Uh, who was from Louisiana, I believe. He was the third dissenter. And then, of course, Hale Boggs mysteriously disappeared in a plane crash in 1972. So there you go. All right. Well, I'm not surprised to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any Hale Boggs by any chance? Uh, no, I don't. No, okay. no, nothing on him. Sorry. No. That's all right. Okay, so let's look at, um, let's look at who else I jumped to here. I'm, j- I'm jumping through a lot of reversal. I'm just trying to pick up... Um, pick up the significant ones. Uh, oh, here's one on Nixon again. Uh, and uh, I've got an editorial in the New York Times on Friday, which I wrote not this Nixon. morning. That's not Nixon. Someone's on the phone oh, with him. Oh, he's on the phone with LBJ. Yeah. That's right. He started the damn thing. He killed DM. And uh, he started the damn thing talking about uh, DM killing Kennedy, took out DM in Vietnam. So uh, this reversal is, is irrelevant. I'm sorry. It just simply says, get mad at it. Get mad at it. Get mad at it. Yeah. That's got nothing to do with the assassination. I'm sorry. That's that's a congruent reversal. He was upset that JFK got DM. Okay, so uh, they, these uh, these phone calls are fascinating uh, between LBJ. I've not heard some of oh, these before. Yeah. Oh, they they're fascinating stuff. Yeah. Oh, here's an interesting one on LBJ. Listen to this. And I was, we just put on some of the things you think ought to happen, and I want to bother you, of course, here, 
get you in jurisdictional disputes or anything, but I, I'd like to at least advocate them as my opinion. I'll be very glad to, indeed. Uh, I certainly appreciate your confidence. Well, thank you. Thank you. Fine. Talking to Hoover. That's right. And he says, they choke me. God, United States, is on threat. I'm sorry, it's two reversals. First one is they choke me, God. And then he says, United States is on threat. And again, that so, was uh, that was LBJ, or was that uh, LBJ? LBJ talking to Hoover. He was obviously filled in a bind. You know, God, they choke me. He's in a he's and United States on a threat. You know, he's feeling pressure from somewhere. And interesting because L, you know, Jim Mars, who you mentioned earlier, seemed yeah. so certain that that uh, LBJ was in this thing up to his uh, eyeballs. Oh, well, I believe he was. Reversal oh. showed. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Uh, who do we have? Up, con- who do we have yeah. next? Uh, okay, who we got next? Uh, well, uh, let me. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Nixon in office. Um, Dallas uh, Eisenhower played your Eisenhower. Uh, uh, here's another one on James Files. Uh, motorcade, the best of my recollection to me and my mind, and everything is slowed down at this point. When they hit, when the first shot went off, it's like it stopped. It's just like it slowed down almost to crawl or barely moving, or maybe it even stopped. I'm not really sure on that point. And he says, I know I shoot. I know I shoot. I know I shoot. Nice and clear. I know I shoot. Right. These ones from James File are so uh, clear because it's it, it, the audio is the front, obvi- the uh, the forward audio, obviously, is, is fairly new. Uh, huh. Some of these, you know, over the phone, they're over 50 years old. Uh, but this right. one is crystal clear. Crystal clear. Here's a congruent reversal. He said that uh, they showed him a map and they messed the map up. He says that Ford's... I walked around the railroad yard and I was waiting for the time to pass. Time was coming on. And when I heard the roar of the crowd, I'd been over by the fence and I got there a little bit, a few minutes early. Oh, uh, okay. So he doesn't say Ford about the map. Must have been a little bit further on. And he simply says, you mucked the map. You mucked the map. You mucked the you map. Mucked the map. That's yeah, interesting. They, I wonder if that yeah. has anything to do with the fact that the, the parade route was changed sort of last right. minute. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what that's referring to. So, And that's what he says. So it's, so it's a congruent reversal. It's another one. All the reversals on files are congruent. Okay? Meaning he's telling the truth according to the theory of yep. reverse speech. All right. And he's part of three gunmen is why I understand it. One of three. I'll tell you what, why don't we open up the phone lines if people want to comment on what they're hearing, if they believe uh, that there is something to this, to reversals. David John Oates stays with us. Back with more in a moment. PIN numbers, passcodes, social insurance numbers. If they make you wonder how private they are, here's two more numbers. 416-360-0740 or toll-free at 1-866-740-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Fasten your seatbelt. 
and put your tray in the upright position. You're about to leave everything you know behind on The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. A few moments yet with David John Oates, the founder of or discoverer of reverse speech. And again, give us the uh, the JFK uh, solved website. Yeah, it's a jfkassassinationsolved.com. jfkassassinationsolved.com. Yep. Now, looking forward into the future, any thoughts on doing one, uh, a reversal investigation, for example, on RFK, MLK, John Lennon, any more in the works? RFK I've done, okay. Um, got the clear evidence of mine control on Sahan Sahan. Uh, LBJ, uh, LBJ uh, M. McKay is next on the list. Uh, 911, I'm halfway through. Um, John Lennon, um, I one of my associates did John Lennon, and I can't remember what he found. Um, uh, I think he, Mark Chapman was mind-controlled, if I remember correctly. So... Uh, Fascinating. I would love to, to to delve into that yeah. one with you or your associates. Uh, yeah, but RFK, yeah, RFK, I've solved. I can do a show on RFK. Yeah. Right. Right. Sirhan Sirhan. Yes. He. Uh, interesting. I've, I've had William Francis Pepper, his attorney, on a number of times, and William right. Francis Pepper was the one that uh, they held a um, a. Um, it was kind of a well. It was a civil trial. In the case, right. and uh, the, after they, he presented the evidence, the jury came back with a um, um, basically exonerating James Earl Ray in a very quick amount of time. And the the members of the King family uh, apparently have never really believed the official story. They don't believe, I don't think, that James Earl Ray was responsible. So interesting. Huh. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a class project for my uh, training class this year. So is the MLK Oh, is that right? Fascinating. Fascinating. Yep. All right. Well, maybe next year, as the anniversary rolls around, it'll be ready and we can do something on the show. Yeah, that'd be great. I love that. Excellent. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Let's play a few more. And then, um, and these are only, what we've, we haven't played all of them, but what you have sort of ready to go tonight are only about 25% of the total that you found. Oh, no, I've got them all here. I'm just just playing. No, randomly. We, yeah, about twenty-five percent of what I found. Yeah, I've got, I've got about two hundred of them. So, here we have an interesting one on Hoover. How many shots were fired? Three. Any of them fired at me? I know there was another. All there. three at the president. All three at the president, and we. Have- oh, we played that one. Okay, but there's another reversal on it. it. Says, "End the truth of epitome." End the truth of epitome. End the truth of epitome. End the truth of epitome. In other words. The epitome of success. We've ended the truth. We've uh, JFK was cut short. They've, uh, uh, it's just a metaphoric way of saying it. Okay. Right. Well, that's yeah. That's the tricky part too. Is because it's uh, sometimes they are speaking almost metaphorically. They're not just saying, you know, I fired the gun or I was standing on the grassy knoll. It's done in a very. I mean, the subconscious mind doesn't speak the way isn't necessarily just saying it in plain spoken English. Right. 
No, it doesn't necessarily say it in plain spoken English. And uh, some of the verses get very cryptic, and it takes a lot of skill in interpretation. It took me many, many years to, and I still haven't got it all worked out. You know, it's just interesting. Any thoughts? Yeah, here's to, the, sorry, just one, one quick question. Any thoughts as to why the subconscious mind, if that's what we're hearing when the, when we when we hear reversals, why the subconscious mind would speak meta- metaphorically? Oh, why? Gee whiz. Uh, I've never been asked why. <laughs> I, I know it does, because certainly in session work, most of the reversals are a metaphor. I think that's just how the unconscious thinks. It thinks in pictures and images. Um, these metaphors are more than just words, but they're uh, – oh, I don't like to use the word living um, – they're independent functions within within the unconscious, just where the unconscious is worked. It's a it's a building stones or the structures of the unconscious mind is through metaphor. So and, why that is, I don't know. And if someone's if someone is deceptive in their backward speech, in the reversals, uh, does that mean they never speak? The reversals are never con- uh, congruent, or they're, and they're always deceptive. Sorry, say that again? If, if someone is being deceptive in their reversal, does that mean that uh-huh. they're always deceptive? They, they are just deceptive by nature? Ah, oh, mm, interesting. Uh, that's a philosophical question, that one. I think people can say, tell truth on, on some occasions and lies on other occasions. You know, just because someone's deceptive one time doesn't mean they're going to be deceptive in another area. Uh, but I, it tends to be a personality trait, I must admit, that people who are deceptive in one area will tend to be deceptive in other areas. Is that what you're asking me? Yes, yes, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Now, the other thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, have you ever performed a a reversal on yourself and been surprised? Oh, I do reversals. Well, I yes, I do many times. Um, uh, I've done quite a few of myself over the years. When I got problems or issues, I'll go and contact some of my uh, some of my practitioners out to uh, to uh, to uh, look at my own reversals. But the reversals on myself. Let me see if I've got one I can play you. Oh, here's an interesting one. Talk about reverse speech. Listen, listen to this. And move on with my life. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. See now the now the thing is though. We have consent from your unconscious to heal it. We have a reversal that says we must heal it. I'm talking to a client, talking about reverse speech, and I say backwards, divine mystery. Divine mystery. Divine mystery. You like that? Divine mystery. Yeah, that's pretty clear. That's pretty clear. Divine mystery. Here's even here this one. Oh well, I think reverse speech at its deepest level taps into the divine, and it's a mystery we don't understand it all yet. Okay, here's a clear one on me. See if you can hear this one without being prompted. Here's me um, talking with the client about about the price we're going to pay. Oh well, we'll go we'll, we'll go half price then. Well, <laughs> no. you've got money problems. To say we'll go half price then and backwards. See if you can hear what I'm saying. I heard wiggle. Hear anything there? Something about wiggle. I heard the word wiggle. Yeah, yeah. I haggle, will wiggle. I haggle, will wiggle. I'll do it again. I haggle, will wiggle. Okay. I haggle, haggle, will wiggle. Interesting. (laughs) Now, all the reversals I've asked you to hear this show, you've heard at least one or two words in each one, okay? Now, if this, you haven't heard the whole phrase, but that's fine. That's practice. That's training. But if this was all 
projection or pareidolia or, uh, you know, you're only hearing this because I'm telling you to hear it, then you wouldn't be able to hear any words at all when I play the reversals, you know. And uh, often I'll put the same tape out to students for homework and they'll come back with a proportion of reversals that are identical. And uh, I often do the test where many times I'll play reversal without telling you what they say and, uh, you know, and they can be heard. So uh, if this was just imagination or projection, then that couldn't happen. You couldn't. Two people wouldn't hear the same thing. So you're tr- you're training uh, a future reverse speech experts. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah, my latest class just started this weekend. Actually, uh, my latest batch of students. So uh, they're all they're all pumped and ready to go. So that's all exciting stuff. Uh, and uh, and I've uh, got another class starting its master level training in May. Actually, if anyone wants to join a quick reverse speech class go to reversespeech.com slash masterclass and um, uh, it's a very quick quick reverse speech class I'm doing for $97 just to find out how to find gene reversals that's on May the 1st so reversespeech.com slash masterclass and there's a 10% discount if you enter radio offer in the coupon field radio offer all right terrific And, and this can be done online obviously I'll see. Yes, it can be done online. All right. Let's grab a quick call. Bill's in Cambridge. Uh, Bill, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. Good morning. Good morning. I want you to clarify the name of that shooter who uh, who hit the head. It's James? James Files. How do you spell that last name? F-I-L-E-S. Okay. That's great. This is a very interesting show. Uh, look forward to hearing you again. Thanks a lot. Thanks very much, Bill. James Thank Files. You. Yeah. Now you. This is interesting. I wasn't aware of this. You said he's out on parole now. Uh, yes, he is. He was paroled last year, I believe. Ah. And someone told someone told me that actually on on another radio show I did. They googled him. I played the James Files verse. They googled him and said he's out on parole. So, uh, so um, and that's what I was told. Wow. Oh, wow. We uh, we'd like we'd love to get him into studio. Uh, let's okay. say hi to Mark. Is in Maryland. Mark. Good morning. Welcome to the Conspiracy Show. Can you hear me all right? We can hear you, yes. Okay, great. Uh, I appreciate the forum, Richard. And uh, David John Oates, I have been yes, listening sir. to you since the 1990s, and I have one of your cassette machines that I can okay. reverse. And uh, I don't have your office number anymore. <laughs> However, oh, well, let me give that to you. Go ahead. Yeah, got a, got a pen? Here we go. Yes, I do. 503, yeah, 503, 568, 7077. That's 503, 568, 7077. There you go. 7077. Okay, don't, don't go away. I wanted to tell you that on Coast to Coast last fall, someone had recordings of Lyndon Johnson speaking with Mrs. Kennedy in the days right after the assassination, and she was still living in the oh, and uh, oh, really? fascinating calls, and I'm sure you can find them somewhere. Oh, that would I'm be sure great. On YouTube. I'll go and look on YouTube. I'd love to get hold of them. Yes, I would. Yes. Yes, because I uh, would love, yeah, love to hear what Jackie has to say uh, to LBJ. Uh, so there you have your assignment, David. Okay. All right. I'll go and get it done. Now, Mark, yes, <laughs> Mark has a he, – he said he has a tape recorder that uh, – is this uh-huh. a particular tape recorder that you've developed? 
Well, yeah, we used to sell them back in the 90s um, before the days of computer programs, and now there's a software that does it. We also have an app which you can download from the App Store. Uh, iReverse Speech is the name of the app. So, uh, um, that's for iPhone. We're coming out with the Android app right now. It's in development as we speak. Give us the, uh, the name of the app again. It's iReverse Speech, and you can get it by going to iReverseSpeech.com. Or just search the app store for iReverse Speech. And how it's does it work app. exactly? How does that work, that app? Oh, just change your iPhone into reversing machine. You can play, you record on your iPhone and then run it forwards and backwards. You can slow it down. And uh, um, it also gives you the facility to save your reversals if once you find them. So. But you have to identify them. Oh, yeah, you have to identify. Now, the app to find your reversal, we've only just started. I, that's going to be a ways away yet. <laughs> even if it is even possible. So I, I don't know, but we're, we're, we're started. All right. Well, good luck with that. David, this has been fascinating. Thank you for spending the last two hours with us. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And again, David, John Oates, uh, the, the, give us the websites one more time. Yeah, ReverseSpeech.com. And the JFK site is JFKAssassinationSolved.com. Terrific. Okay. All right. David, a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and we'll look forward to uh, uh, a reversal on MLK, and uh, I would love to do that one on John Lennon. Okay, I'll look into both of those for you. Okay? Thank you, my friend. All the best. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, uh, that's it for us. Ryan, what did you think? That's quite a rabbit hole to go down. A lot there. Well, Albert? Well, it confirms what Jim Mars is saying. LBG is up, up to it in his eyeballs. That's it, indeed. All right, my thanks to Sebastian. Good job. Albert, of course, and Ryan, as always, back next week. We'll talk, uh, let's see, the American Stonehenge. And, um, well, I'm not sure what's coming up after that, but it'll be good. I'll promise you that. Don't forget the live events page at strangeplanet.ca. In the meantime, don't be afraid. There's nothing concealed that won't be revealed and nothing hidden that won't be made known. What you hear in the dark, speak in the light. What I say in a whisper, proclaim from the housetops. Move over, Aphrodite. I'm coming home. Good night. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.